And I now have 16 nieces and nephews who speak of my mother like they knew her, like they had seen her. You know, and, and my brother or my sisters will tell one of their children a story about my mother. And then my niece or nephew will call me and say, Aunt Sally, did this really happen? And I repeat the story. So how did it happen that my nieces and nephews, who never physically saw my mother, grew to know and love her through stories? So human stories are very important. The same is, is no less true of Jesus and the early community, the oral tradition. We've become a culture that is very reliant on the printed word. We want to read it. But there's a difference between our reading the scriptures and hearing the scriptures. Now there's a reflection. When we read the scriptures, we exercise some control. When we hear the scriptures, we don't have the same control. And so we're vulnerable to images, thoughts that might strike us deeply in the hearing. So the oral tradition is very important. The scriptures came to be written for two reasons. As corrective to some stories that were going astray and so that they would not be forgotten. And so we have the written word passed on to us. Of course, the first writings that are in the, the canon of the Christian scriptures are Paul's letters he wrote back to his communities of faith. And then Mark was likely the first gospel to be written, and Matthew the second, sometime shortly after the destruction of Jerusalem, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. So this being the case, what we can conclude is that the Bible, the purpose of the Bible is not to teach history. The purpose of the Bible is to evoke faith. It's a faith document and the primary focus is on the meaning. And so we have to develop ways to understand the meaning. One of my nieces was nine, was going to be her birthday, when her father, my brother-in-law, asked me if I knew of any way to help a child to understand the meaning. Because Nancy, my niece, had started to read the Bible. And she intuitively knew that there was more to it than the words that she read. 
but she didn't know how to get underneath the word to hear the meaning. And I never did find a source for her, so I wrote her a little book, Mining the Meaning of the Bible. And when she read it at her birthday party, all the adults said, we'd like that too. So we can conclude that the Bible is not primarily a historical document, though it's rooted in history. You see the difference? It's firmly rooted in history, but it's not primarily historical. No matter how much the Discovery Channel tries to tell us it is. It's primarily a text of meaning. And so, we also have a church tradition.